And once again, I know next to nothing about what should and shouldn't happen in US politics. Should Donald Trump have stayed in for life, you know? Um, did he win in a landslide? You know? And all that sort of thing. Was there fraud? Um, and is Joe Biden a great guy? Uh, I've heard pretty bad rumours, actually, in a Me Too kind of sense, about both Donald Trump and Joe Biden which is unsettling, but I'll just put that to one side because everyone else seems to be putting that to one side. Um, I just hope the women who have made accusations are okay. Uh, all right, uh, because they, you know they have been put to one side too, I suspect, if they're telling the truth, and I have no idea because I'm not on social media. And if I was on social media, I would know a hell of a lot more, and I actually mean that about what I should be thinking. Oh, yeah. Because even if there's a lot of rubbish on there, I'm sure I'd be getting some good advice amongst that, and my only job would be to sift through all the chaff to find the wheat. Now, uh, but you know, with respect to whatever I want to say in this episode, which I think will be a short one, uh, I know next to nothing about what should and shouldn't be happening in US politics uh, at the moment. Um, but I'm aware of what's going on in broad brush terms. And I know that Donald Trump has been impeached uh, again. All right, um, and just as an outsider and someone who isn't even an American and you know, someone who, um, you know, when he hears the phrase MAGA, um, he wonders whether that has anything to do with making Australia great again, and whether we ever were, and, we ever, and, whether, and what, even, what great even means, and whether America was ever great, and you know, what Donald Trump meant by great. You know, I personally think he... He was thinking along the lines of make America rich again, you know, which uh, can lead to greatness, a, a certain type of greatness. Excuse me. But I think he was in Tamara. Tamara. Make America rich again. You know, that, that, that. Look, he's an, a New York businessman. Great means rich, I think. Um, because he was laying waste to everything else that um, um, ever, even arguably, made America great. All its institutions, you know, its media, even if, it's, even if the media over there is a dog, there is still a hell of a lot of good journalists over there. And I know this because I do listen to that. I listen to journalism, not CNN and Fox, you know, but I, I listen to journalists uh, coming from America, and I listen to journalists coming from a lot of other places too, and the world is still awash with great journalists who are not spreading fake news. You know, like if a journalist uh, covers a war, you know, Armenia versus Azerbaijan, as I always mention as my little example, 
And the journalist asks um, a spokesperson from Armenia, right, give me your take on what's going on here in this war. Yeah. And that person tells a hell of a lot of lies. And then the journalist asks the person on the other side, a spokesperson for Azerbaijan, and um, says, tell me what your take is. And that person tells a hell of a lot of lies too. Um, there's no fake news going on there on the part of the journalist. Is there? That's not fake news. You know, so when people go around saying everything's fake news, uh, not just yet, not just yet. Give me a minute, walk out. No, I'm in the middle of something really important to me. Don't worry, I've given them heaps of time today. I set up a volleyball net for them and I played volleyball for a good hour and I can still move. Um, so I haven't neglected them. No, stop counting. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Um, 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 I forget. Oh, yeah. Fake news, yeah. Fake news is there if you want to look for it. And there's a lot of it, of course. But the hell, look, it's your choice. There's a hell of a lot of brilliant journalism in the world. And, um, and, he, and the people who are fake are the people on the left um, who look at good journalism and call that fake. And people on the right who look at good journalism and call that fake, they're the fakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fake news. No, you are. <laughs> I've been hanging with kids all day. <laughs> so that's why I came up with a childish argument there. But it's a true statement. There's a lot of good journalism out there, you know. Um, I've actually switched a bit from the BBC World Service to Al Jazeera lately. Uh, it's a little bit more news oriented. Yeah. Um, BBC World Service, hell of a lot more culture in that one. My son is out there counting to annoy me outside that door. The little bastard. <laughs> um, it's distracting. Now, what was I going to say today? Uh, because I haven't said it yet, but on the way to saying something, I always say stuff anyway, don't I? <laughs> Such the thing I eventually talk about. <laughs> um, it really doesn't matter. It's the journey, my mother says. It's not the destination. But what was the destination? It was... Ah, yes, the impeachment of Donald Trump. Now they're all counting it there. No! Um, oh, this started again. Um, the impeachment of Donald Trump. Look... I think he should be impeached. And not only because he incited a riot, which he did, um, but that was just the culmination of an attack that Donald Trump had been carrying out on all the institutions, really, of America, other than capitalism. <laughs> like, in his single-minded pursuit of Mara, making America rich again, he was laying waste to every other institution as flawed as they all might have been and they are all flawed you know the american election process that institution that's flawed you know but not fatally but he was calling it fatally flawed the american media that's flawed flawed as anything but not fatally you know, and he 
was calling it fatally flawed. He was calling it fake news, the whole lot of it, except for the stuff that was on his side. See, there's the fakeness right there. Um, and, you know, the independence of the American judiciary, yeah, it wasn't all that flawed, actually. It's a pretty good system, really, but it's flawed. Not as flawed as he was making it out to be. And, yeah, what he called the swamp, the politicians of America, he was declaring all of them fatally flawed, but it wasn't a swamp. There were some corrupt people in there, there's some bad people in there, and there's a hell of a lot of good politicians in there. Genuinely, genuinely good public servants. And to call them all a swamp, you know, and say, you need an amateur in charge. You know, me, Donald Trump. You know, to call the entire political establishment of America a swamp, you know, needing fixing by an amateur like Donald Trump, who, as it proved to be the case, he uh, couldn't even handle the first thing that went wrong in America, the coronavirus. But you know, thank God a war didn't come along. He wouldn't have known how to handle that either. Can you imagine the decision-making process on a military-style war on the part of the Commander-in-Chief when you look at the decision-making process uh, of the Commander-in-Chief when, when he had a different type of war to manage, namely COVID, you know? And, um, and um, the institution that is anything to do with the social fabric of America, he was laying waste to that. That was deeply flawed ever since they did slavery. It's been deeply flawed, but um, you know, America had a chance to dig itself out of divisiveness. Um, but Donald Trump decided to ramp it up. Um, but he was doing one thing very, very well, I think, before coronavirus hit. And an, am an amateur like Donald Trump doesn't need a curveball like that because he's an amateur politician. You need professional politicians to take care of things like that. And, um, and we've got them now. You know, Joe Biden uh, and Fauci's back, you know. But, you, um, but before that, he was taking care of um, bringing China to heel uh, and getting the economy on track but he was unraveled because he was an amateur. No, not just yet. Just give me a second, please. No, not just yet. Please, please. I had to be nice there because that was a grown up. <sighs> I'm putting you first. Who do I mean by that? I mean myself because I'm not, I am my only viewer. I don't want viewers rack off if you're looking at this. All right, so I want to finish my thought in peace. Now, so they've, they've impeached. They've impeached. That's American, I think, impeached. They've impeached Donald Trump again. Um, I can see why. I wouldn't want him to ever be president again either. Um, but there is a risk in it. Uh, because he's been sidelined, you see, successfully sidelined to a very large extent. He's disappeared. They've deplatformed him, both virtually and actually. He's playing golf somewhere and not saying anything. Yeah. Um, he's unable to say anything. How? Would he say anything? 
um, by Morse code. He's been banned from every social media platform, practically. He's silent. He's been silenced. And that might be a very bad thing, the way he was so effectively silenced. But let me think about this. Um, even though I do support, he did need to be impeached. Uh, but not only because he incited a riot, an attack on one of the institutions of um, America, uh, one of the many institutions that he has attacked in his four years, uh, this one being the Capitol, you know, the House. Um, not only because he incited the riot, and not only because he's not really being impeached for just that, he's been attacking the Capitol for four years. Uh, in fact, five or six, if you count in his, um, his bid for the presidency. All right, so he's been attacking the Capitol for years, and that grand speech he made just before all the rioters did uh, invade the Capitol um, was just the culmination of that. Because, oh, you know, I can, I'm, I'm listening to the semantics of his words in that, and yes, when he said, we must fight and all that, it didn't mean literally, you know, all that sort of stuff. People are saying that, you know, shut up, seriously. You know, he's been he's been attacking the capital for four years, and that's what he needs to be impeached for, and um, yeah, that's what he needs to be barred for, yeah, barred from ever becoming president again. Now, I agree with the idea of impeaching him fundamentally, uh, but from afar, I don't really know what I'm talking about. You know, it's just my impression from afar. I am a long way from America in every way. Ah, you know, I don't even care about America emotionally. I care only uh, intellectually, really, um, as a matter of curiosity, and to the extent that whatever happens in America you know, might impact on Australia. Well, you know, if they sneeze over there, we do cough here. To a certain extent, so they do matter. So I'm, you know, I care, sort of, but I don't care. Like there's this guy Dan Carlin, um, who, and um, not just yet. I don't know who that is. Mm. Very rude today, aren't I? Um. Yeah. What was I talking about? Yeah. Um. But. There's a risk impeaching someone. My daughter at the moment is reading Mein Kampf and she's telling me all about it. You wouldn't believe it, she's reading it before I am. I never, I have never read it. I'll read it after she's finished. Um, she wants to be a historian. Um, chip off the old block, <laughs> an amateur historian. She wants to be a professional historian. Yeah. But, um, but uh, her mother has talked her out of going for that as a degree. Um, uh, She's going for a different type of degree, and then she can do history if she wants to with that other thing in the back pocket. But look, neither here nor there. Um, she's reading Mein Kampf, and one of Hitler's big moments was um, when he was put on the stand. Yeah, You would think that's a bad thing, wouldn't you? Yeah. Getting charged with something. But when Hitler was charged 
I don't know the order of things when it comes to Hitler, but look, he was on the stand and apparently in his own defence he was brilliant. And his uh, stocks rose with the German people immensely. His fame uh, soared as a result of how he responded to being what you might call impeached in that in in the in the old German way, you know. But he was just plain old charged, you know. Um, you know, with yeah, um, with whatever riot he was inciting back then. Okay, and then he got thrown into prison, and um, and he um, he wrote Mein Kampf, and I read the first page or two, and he was saying. Um, Everyone who, uh, you know, I've been speaking and speaking and speaking and everybody's telling me, write this book, so I'm writing this book. So it didn't only come down uh, Adolf Hitler, that book, and all that sort of stuff. A lot of other people in, you know, his social media bubble, if you like, um, were encouraging him to write that book. And he wrote that book. Um, but the point I'm making there is Hitler... It worked well for him. Yeah, you could have left him. You could have kept him invisible and not given him a platform. And history would have been different. Now, Donald Trump has been sidelined at this point in time, as we sit here. When it comes to the Senate trial, um, that, you know, as a, re a result of this impeachment, he'll be back exactly where he wants to be. And he knows it right now, I'm sure of it. He'll be back at centre stage. And that's really only what he wants. Really. You know, that's what he really wants, isn't it? You know, he's not president anymore, but geez, he's still the biggest name on the planet again at that point. Um, at the moment, Joe Biden is the biggest name on the planet, I think, right now. Believe it or not, you wouldn't think that would have been possible. Donald Trump has been the biggest name on the planet for the last four years, but Joe Biden really is the biggest name on the planet right now, I think. But as soon as that impeachment rolls around, I suspect Donald Trump's going to get his Hitler opportunity. Um, he is brilliant on his feet. You may hate him, but he's brilliant on his feet, Donald Trump. Now, the juxtaposition there is um, only on that front, you know, um, that it, it worked out well for Hitler getting charged and it might work out well for Trump getting charged. I'm not saying Trump is Hitler. They're two different frogs, completely two, two different frogs. This is this stupidity these days where if you, if you make a comparison between two people in one respect, everyone just assumes you're um, making, you know, you're aligning the two guys. Yeah. But... I'm not. I, you know, my audience isn't thick, is it? You know? Yeah, it's not, because my audience is me, and only me. <laughs> uh, well, um, so, um, I think it may work out to be... Um, I think he should be impeached, but it might end up a bad idea, because it'll bring him back onto centre stage, and... Once you do that with someone um, who's who has shaman-like qualities, you know, and the people I'm thinking about 
who have got shaman-like qualities and you should never give the stage to if you don't want them to completely take over. People like Little Richard, Hitler. Uh, there's quite a few in the world. Um, or Donald Trump, obviously. Uh, who else? Now, there are people who can walk into a room and they just electrify the room. Uh, was Martin Luther King like that? I believe so. There's been quite a few people like that. They just walk into the room and they electrify the room. You know, Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, these sorts of people, you know. Napoleon, you know. Um, it, this may well be the making of Donald Trump getting impeached. It may be a mistake impeaching him. I don't know. He needs to be impeached uh, on one level, but it might be a mistake on another level. We shall see.